You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Christian Eriksen's playing days may continue as Brentford and some other clubs show some interest. Andreas Christensen may want out of Chelsea. Erlen Haaland says some interesting quotes as well as Everton look for their new manager after Rafa Benitez is out. This and much, much more. Fabrizio Romano joins the show. Gigolasso begins right now. Everybody, welcome to Kego Lasso. Thank you so much for being part of the family. Kego Lasso Pod on Twitter. We're on youtube.com forward slash Kego Lasso, as well as CBS Sports, your CBS Sports app, Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, etc. etc. Fabrizio Romano, how are you, my friend? How was your weekend? All good, my friend. Everything great. Uh, ready for this week will be an important one on the market. We are uh, two weeks uh, into, into the final two weeks of the transfer market. So it's going to be interesting to see what happens. Interesting to see what happens. And Fabrizio, it's been a very intriguing January transfer window. A lot of really intriguing moves and reported moves, of course. So let's begin with, uh, let's hope for everybody. Everybody's rooting for this person, Christian Eriksen, of course, after what happened at Euro 2020. But reports coming in originally from The Athletic, maybe, uh, about Brentford and the Danish connection there, of course, uh, with Brentford offering him a six-month contract. What's going on there? Yes, it's a possibility reported by The Athletic and it's confirmed that Brentford want Christian Eriksen. They are not the only club. So he receives some approaches in Premier League and also in other countries like uh, in Danish League. So some opportunities for him, not from Ajax at the moment. Uh, so I'm told that at the moment there are no, no contacts with Ajax, but from Premier League clubs, yes, Brentford are in the race for, for him. They're offering a six-month contract with the option to extend this deal for one more season in case... Christian Eriksen will feel comfortable uh, with uh, with Brentford and with football in general, as we hope, as you mentioned, has been a complicated year for Eriksen. So we really hope to see him back now on the pitch playing football. And this is what also Inter hope, because we have to say that Inter wanted Christian Eriksen to stay and to continue. And the manager of Inter, Simone Inzaghi, is a big fan of Eriksen, but was not possible because of Italian rules for, uh, for Eriksen to continue in Serie A. And so now Brentford is a possibility. He will take his time to decide. In the coming days, he will give an answer to Brentford for as to the other clubs interested in signing him. We will see, but the feeling around Eriksen, also to people close to him, is that Christian will be back. Christian wants to play football. Christian wants to continue and to restart his career. And so let's see where he will he will go, but Brentford is one of the possibilities. Fantastic news. We're all uh, rooting for Christian Eriksen, of course, and wherever he may end up. All right, well, from one Dane to another, Andreas Christensen reportedly not happy at Chelsea, Fabrizio Romano. Yes, let's explain the situation because Christensen had an agreement, a verbal agreement with Chelsea. End of August, first week of September, everything was in place to sign the new contract. Then what happened? That Christian Eriksen was not technically signing this contract. He took some time to explore the market because he's currently out of contract in June 2022. So he had some opportunities. He decided to change his agent. Uh, and this is how the situation completely changed. Uh, what are the latest? That for Christian Eriksen, uh, some uh, English clubs approached him, but he doesn't want to go to any other English club that is not Chelsea to respect the club. Uh, he's at Chelsea since many, many years, and so he wants to respect Chelsea. Chelsea proposal is still on the table to extend the contract, but it's exactly the same proposal they did in August. Because from Chelsea, they say 
we made a proposal. He accepted verbally in August. So we still we are still proposing the same money, the same contract. If he wants to accept, we will be happy to continue with him. But at the moment, from Christensen to Chelsea, there is still no green light. And this is exploding in the market because Bayer and Barcelona are really and seriously interested in signing him as free agent in the summer. So keep an eye on Barcelona and on Bayer because they are pushing to sign Christian. Uh, sorry, Andreas uh, Christensen. So it's a serious possibility for him to leave Chelsea. Uh, I expect this decision to arrive really soon. In the coming weeks, he will make a decision. Also to respect Chelsea, they are still offering him a new deal. But at the moment, the expectation is there are chances for Christensen to leave and for Bayer and Barca to sign him as free agent. Interesting. Sounds like the ball is in Christensen's uh, court on his side, uh, waiting to see what happens with him. All right, well, let's stick in the Premier League, uh, big news from the weekend, of course, as Everton and Rafa Benitez part ways. I believe as I'm taping, Rafa Benitez is uh, on the midst of his final uh, meeting in the training grounds there at Everton. But, you know, now Everton really need to push now for a new manager. And there's some good names, interesting names, uh, perhaps some former names. What's the latest on Everton and their search for a manager, Fabrizio Romano? Yeah, first of all, the timing of this Benitez story has not been the best one because they started the market with Benitez's ideas. So Lucas Dean out, Mikolenko in. They started to change the team and then they decided to fire him. So it's been surprising the timing, not the decision, because honestly, was was not amazing what Rafa Benitez and Everton were doing together. Also mm-hmm. into the board, they had some problems. We know that Marcel Brands, the director of football in December, left the club. So they had many problems, but the timing has been surprising. And now it's time to look for a new manager. They're dreaming of Roberto Martinez. I say dreaming because it's not so easy to have Roberto Martinez immediately as new Everton manager. They're trying, but with uh, Belgium, it's not easy because they want him to be the manager at the World Cup. And also for Roberto Martinez, it's a big opportunity to be the manager of Belgium at the World Cup. So this is why it's not an easy one, Um, but they're pushing. They want him. The dream manager is Roberto Martinez and the comeback of Roberto Martinez, as he was already Everton manager a few years ago. Uh, They have also two names in the list uh, as potential solution till the end of the season. Wayne Rooney is doing good with Derby County. He's happy with Derby County. But of course, Everton would be a big opportunity for him to, to be in the Premier League. And also Duncan Ferguson as the other option they have in the list uh, till the end of the season. So they will try again for Roberto Martinez. But as I say, it's not easy. Uh, and was the same for Barcelona. You remember, Luis, when we had the opportunity to talk about Roberto Martinez and Barca before they decided to go for Xavi uh, in uh, September, October. They had this possibility with Martinez. But from Belgium, they say, no way. Martinez stays till the World Cup. And so let's see if Everton will be able to change the situation or if they will go for Wayne Rooney or Duncan Ferguson as options. Yeah, no way. I think Belgium is going to stand firm here, uh, especially because it's a World Cup year. The other two, very intriguing. You mentioned Derby County. Obviously, uh, they got 20 points deduction due to administration and financial issues. But Wayne Rooney is achieving miracles right now out of the bottom of the championship. So we'll see what happens there. Obviously, uh, an Everton legend, Wayne Rooney. And Duncan Ferguson, Fabrizio, who has done this before, kind of like the Band-Aid situation, you know, taking care when things are going wrong. So we'll see if he gets his opportunity. But Roberto Martinez, per Fabrizio Romano, remains the favorite. We'll see what happens because it's all down to Belgium, according to Fab. We're going to take a break. When we come back, oh boy, did Erlen Haaland say some interesting quotes this weekend, including that. And actually, Real Madrid and Barcelona, as they deal with some other issues as well. Kigo Lasso with Fabrizio Romano will be right back. Robert Half Research indicates nine out of ten hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, 
chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome back to Kigo Lasso with Fabrizio Romano and Fab. My goodness, I tell you something, uh, Fab. This weekend, uh, once again, uh, Jan Aga uh, Fjortoft, uh, the uh, former player, uh, he gets the best quotes sometimes. <laughs> so he's, he's inter- Norwegian. He's Norwegian. So Absolutely. he has a good relationship so with him. So that helped straight away. The former yeah. Norwegian player, of course, interviewing Erlen Haaland after Borussia Dortmund's game. Asking him about, you know, certain things, etc. And this is what Haaland said about regarding his contract, regarding his future with Borussia Dortmund. Before, Fab, you get into it, here's what he said. The last six months, I have chosen not to say anything out of respect for Dortmund. But now the club has started to press me into making a decision. But all I want to do is play football. But they press me to make a decision now about my future. So that means I have to make a decision soon. And then Michael Zork, the director, said, Erling's statement surprised us a little bit. There is currently no deadline, no deadlines, and there have not even been any discussions. But that we want and have to have talks at some point is clear, understandable, and only professional. What's going on, Erling Haaland? Is he feeling the heat a little bit here, Fabrizio Romano? Yes, he's not happy with the situation, not at Dortmund in general, because he loves the club, he loves the atmosphere. He always wanted to, to continue with Dortmund. But, you know, it's a strange situation because it seems one of the first times in the history of transfer market when the player wants to focus on football and say, let me play for you. Let me play for this club. Let me focus on Borussia Dortmund. Let me focus on the pitch. And then in April, in May, we will talk about the transfer market. But the club is pushing to have an answer. Usually we have the player talking about transfers, dreaming of mm. another club, of the move, and the club saying, focus on the pitch, please, you are our player. Now it seems different. It seems Borussia Dortmund always talking about Holland future. Sometimes we have Vatske to comment. Sometimes we have the manager. Sometimes we have Kel. Sometimes we have different people in the board talking about this future. But every time he's asking about his future, he's answering, I want to focus on football. I want to focus on Borussia Dortmund. So it's really strange. And this is why he's not so, he seems to be not too, so happy with this kind of approach from, from Borussia Dortmund because he wants to focus on football. It's, it's what we always say here. Holland is not deciding in January. He wants to decide in April, in May, because it makes sense for him to wait to see what happens in Borussia, what happens in any club interested in signing him, like Real Madrid, Barcelona, Manchester City, what they will do, what is the project, how much they will pay of course money will be part of this negotiation so he wants to take time but Borussia wants an answer right now not where are you going 
But what do you want to do? You want to stay for one more season? Uh, you want to leave the club 100% in the summer? Tell us now. And hold on, say it. Okay, let's let's do it. Let's start this process. Uh, I don't see anything happening in just a few days, to be honest. Also because his agent, Mira Raiola, uh, is, is ill now. Uh, he's in the hospital here in Milano. So the situation uh, is still under control, of course. But it's taking some time to see, to see, to see Mino back at work. And of course, he has his team, but we're talking about Erling Golland. And for the big name, you need a big agent. And so it's going to take some, some days, some weeks. But for sure, for Erling Golland, after this statement, we expect something to happen with the clubs interested in signing him. So we mentioned Real Madrid, Kylian Mbappé, still the main target, but also Erling Golland in Florentino Perez list. Barcelona, the great relationship between Rayola and Laporta. Manchester City, they will go for a top striker. And of course, Holland is in the list. But I think the real problem is now with Borussia Dortmund pushing for Erling to have an answer and the player wants to focus on, on football. It's crazy. It's really strange. Yeah, they're prodding the dragon here and, and just got to be careful. Obviously, we wish our best to Mino Raiola as he recuperates. But it also it says a lot about Erling Haaland, doesn't it, uh, Fabrizio? Just he's a young yeah. player, but he's so focused on what he wants and what he wants to do. Specifically, I mean, I remember, I will always remember that, his move... Uh, from Salzburg to Borussia Dortmund. I mean, he had offers from everywhere and he chose Borussia Dortmund. And right now he's focused on his football and it's amazing how Dortmund don't see that still. This is a very focused young man. Yes, exactly. And to be honest, I'm surprised. I'm surprised. Mm. And um, you always expect clubs to say, okay, focus on the pitch. We're, we're in January, you know, we're not in April. Maybe in the end of April, you can say, okay, tell us what you want to do in the summer. But we're in January. You still have the season. You still have a European football. So why doing this? Are they I'm feeling really... the heat, Fabrizio Romano? Are they feeling the heat? Are they getting more yeah. calls from clubs? Is that what it is? Or are they just like realizing that in a few months, uh, the summer is going to come and they're going to be maybe losing him? Or or is it just suddenly realizing them to them? I'm just, I'm with you. I'm asking the same you question. Know, why the, are the they German, reacting? German clubs, German clubs are used, my feeling is, German clubs are used to plan for the future months and months before it's not like in august they don't like to do signings in august and yeah. august they over like preparation yeah exactly in january february march uh, for example look at bayern with upamecano they signed upamecano in march uh, so this is the idea for german clubs and they want to plan they want to know from holland if he's gonna sell, if he's gonna leave the club and not staying okay we will go for the yemi from salzburg but tell us this is what Borussia wants. But for the player, it sounds strange because he wants to focus on football. So, you know, it's a particular situation, but I'm sure that they will find a way to continue together till the end of the season. And then for the summer, I still see huge chances for Roland to, to leave Borussia Dortmund. We will see. I mean, I understand the over-preparation, but this is not just any player. This is Erling Haaland, so they have to understand that. But we'll see. Obviously, the club is more important than anything, so I understand their own preparations. Anyway, leaving Erling Haaland, but discussing Haaland and a potential club that might show interest is Real Madrid. They won the Supercopa this weekend against Athletic de Bilbao. Very good performance there. Some goals from Luka Modric, uh, Benzema, including as well. But uh, Eden Hazard, I don't know if you saw that image there, Fabrizio Romano. Everybody was celebrating, happy. Hazard was in the background, not even wearing his uh, medal. Uh, so he didn't look that happy as well. Uh, you can see it right there. And, you know, there's also reports that, you know, he may need surgery again. But Florentino Perez is saying no, because we want to sell him. What is going on with Eden Hazard? Yes, it's a strange, another strange situation, really. A really disappointing situation. Let me say they spent a lot of money for Hazard and then he, he's not performing. He had a lot of injuries. It seems to be not the best match between Real Madrid and, and Eden Hazard. So 
about the reports we had from Belgium on the surgery, these kind of things, people close to Hazard are not confirming as of now. So the situation still seems uh, the same and we will see what Real Madrid will decide. I don't see anything happening in January, to be honest. The situation is absolutely quiet uh, and Hazard is not kind of January move in, on the transfer window. But in the summer, I think there are chances for him to leave Real Madrid. In the summer, yes, they will look for solutions. They will do, decide together with Carlo Ancelotti, of course. But they know that if they will get an opportunity uh, to, to sell him and if he will be happy with the proposal because Eden Hazard wants to decide for his own future and take his time, I think in the summer there are chances for him to leave as well for other important players for Real Madrid as names but not important on the pitch as of now like Gareth Bale, Isco, mm. many players that have chances to leave. Bale and Isco are out of contract, Hazard no, but they will look for solutions for him. Yeah, I feel for Eden Hazard uh, right now, honestly. I just want him to just improve. Do you know any club that could be interested in Eden Hazard? Do you think there's a, a potential interest or does it really just depend on his fitness and, and health? No, this at the moment it's too early to say about this because maybe we can have some opportunities. Of course, he would love to, to be back in Premier League one day. Uh, we know about it. Uh, he was amazing with Chelsea, with Antonio Conte. But at the same point... Uh, we still don't know what's next for, for Eden Hazard because he's not going to decide in January or in February. Uh, it's going to be about the project, about the manager. I think the next club for Eden Hazard has to be with the right manager. A manager that really loves him and is prepared to play him as a starter. He needs to feel this kind of atmosphere around him. With a manager trusting him 100%, not being one of the stars, but being the main star of the team. And this is what is going to look for. So this is why it's going to take some time and we have to see also about the price because for Real Madrid they spend a lot of money, 100 million euros on, on Eden Hazard and of course as of now it's impossible to get 1 million euros, 100 million euros for, uh, for, uh, for, uh, for, uh, for Eden Hazard. So I think uh, in the summer we will see if they will be able to find some proposal around maybe 45, 50, 60 million but I don't see anything for more than this for, for Eden Hazard as of now. Interesting, indeed. We'll keep tabs on that. Thanks to Fabrizio Romano. Let's. Uh, oh, by the way, Luka Modric at the end of that game was. Um, I'm waiting. Everything's said. It's, it, it takes a, a second to do it. So I guess he's waiting on Real Madrid's uh, situation. What's going on there? Yes, it's just a matter of time. Luka Modric will sign a new contract with Real Madrid. Of course, Real Madrid will take some time to, to prepare the contracts, to meet with Luka Modric and his agent. It's a normal process, but Modric is staying. He's decided since months he wants to continue. He wants to play, of course, the World Cup with Croatian national team as the captain and as Real Madrid player. He wants to play in the new Bernabeu. And this is something really important to him. Uh, he wants to be Real Madrid uh, star at the new Bernabeu and so I see Luka Modric extending it's just a matter of time and I'm sure that in the coming months everything will be signed for Modric till 2023 one more season great that's great for both player and club All right, let's go to Barcelona to wrap things up here by the way because Ousmane Dembele apparently you know the offer's there but uh, it's now just been really stale nothing's really happening What's the possibility? Is there a breakdown in talks? Uh, what's the possibility of him really just leaving the club? No, at the moment, there are still no big updates on Dembele because the situation is basically the same we said weeks ago. So the proposal, as you mentioned, is on the table. It's a proposal that for Barcelona is a good one, but Dembele wants a lot of money, him and his agent. Uh, so this is why at the moment for Barca it's impossible to match and to, to offer him what he wants. And this is why the situation is still complicated. Um, they need to give a final answer in the coming few days, so we will see when it happens. But at the moment, I still see a complicated agreement between, between Dembélé and Barcelona. One of the two parties need, need to, to change their position. So are Barcelona are going to offer what he wants, or Dembélé has to ask for a different salary. But at the moment, I still see this one as a difficult one, and Premier League clubs pushing for Dembélé 
in the summer as free agent. Then let's see if in January something surprising will happen. But I still see the summer as the most likely possibility for him to leave. And Premier League, more than Ligue 1, more than Bundesliga, more than Serie A, I still think that Premier League will be the most likely destination for Usman Dembele. Is there a specific club you think that would show some interest or is it too early to tell? At the moment it's too early, but Newcastle offered him a lot of money, approached him with a really good proposal on financial point of view. But of course, Dembele is taking some time because when you're going to be a free agent, uh, you know, you explore the market before saying yes. So Newcastle are seriously interested in Dembele, but it's not the only club. It's not the only club and it's going to take some time. Some of these clubs are waiting to see what happens with Barcelona before jumping into the race with an official proposal. But I'm sure that Premier League is a serious possibility for him. Lots of great stuff today, Fabrizio Romano, as always. Before we say goodbye, as always, any final thoughts, my friend? Yes, I want to keep an eye on another French player, that is Anthony Martial with Manchester United, because I think this week we will have some answer on his future. In the next seven, ten days, we need, an, we need an answer at this point, because the player was not with the team. He wants to leave after seven years at Man United. But we know, as we always say, that Man United are asking for a loan fee plus payment of the world salary till the end of the season. So it's not an easy one for clubs like Sevilla, for example. Sevilla want him. Uh, also, Barcelona could be an option. At the moment, it's not advanced club by club, but it's a possibility for the coming days. Juventus are looking for a striker. They're not so convinced on Martial, but could be an option also for them in case they will miss on other targets. So keep an eye on Anthony Martial in the coming days. Let's see if Sevilla will be able to find a way with Manchester United because Martial wants to go and I'm sure that it will be one of the names for the last two weeks of the transfer window. Yeah, and there was more fire uh, this weekend when Martial uh, you know, said, I don't know what Ranić or anybody's talking about. I wanted, you know, I didn't never said I wouldn't play. And, you know, so obviously it's tense there uh, at Old Trafford. So the future of Anthony Martial, as you mentioned, Fabrizio Romano should be rectified very, very soon. Fabrizio Romano, always a pleasure. Make sure to follow him on Twitter, on Instagram, at Fabrizio Romano, as well as read his content on cbsports.com. Thank you so much, my friend. Thank you, my friend, as always. And see you soon on Kegolazo with all the latest this week. Absolutely. We'll have another fantastic episode coming soon with Fabrizio Romano. So make sure that you stay tuned to that one. Thank you so much, everybody. Have a fantastic beginning to your week.